0: veterans and everyone who's ready to change their lives. Welcome to the Christina Silva show, educating our veterans live. Join your host, Marine Corps trained motivator, Christina Silva, as she connects with experts, innovators and military heroes. Now, let's get started. Here is Christina Silva. Yeah. The Christina Silva Show is designed to empower you with the principles and esprit de corps of the United States Marines. And this show is brought to you live in part by CRS Productions. Do you have clean riding style like our Veterans Day guest? Happy 245th birthday to the United States Marines. Joining us on this Christina Silva Show episode is Major Melvin Birchbinum. Welcome to the Christina Silva Show, Major.
1: Thank you, Christina. And hello to you and all your listeners. I appreciate you inviting me back on to your show. I always feel very welcome. So thank you once again.
0: Well, we are now on the platform that's the greatest on the planet, reaching 140 countries you've probably been to in your Marine Corps service with over 3.5 potential millions of listeners that want to know about your own clean riding style and demonstrating the esprit de corps that you have when we met years and years ago at the School of Infantry on the Camp Pendleton, land, let's share with the listeners first about our love for the Toys for Tots and this holiday season.
1: Absolutely. So when we met all those years ago, I was a commanding officer there at the School of Infantry, and you and your team came down on a very beautiful day just before Christmas to deliver uh, a heartfelt gift to my Marines and their families, uh, a bunch of toys, a sleigh full of toys. And a bunch of love and joy and we really appreciate that and just your spirit of generosity and uh, caring for veterans and for active duty and their families was just clear in our first encounter and it's been that way with you over all these years I've known you so uh, I really appreciate that support all those years ago and what you continue to do for veterans and for active duty service members.
0: That's precisely correct their Major Birch Bynum joining us. We have to be transparent in order to transform, adapt, and overcome in all situations. And that's what educating our veterans is all about. We met during a Toys for Tots drive years ago, but we maintain the same integrity as Marines up to present day. So let's learn a little bit more about you if you're willing to share your testimony. That's what we do here with Clean Riding Style about where you came from, what you did growing up, and what intrigued you to get into the Marine Corps uniform?
1: Take us Wow, that's a very good question, a loaded question. I'll try to be brief. Uh, it's an exciting story over 26 years, but let me uh, start from the very beginning. So I'm from Peoria, Illinois. Uh, They're in the Midwest, just out of Chicago, a few hours. Uh, so growing up, I was a pretty uh, adventurous uh, young man, played a lot of sports, and was always eager to do something fun uh, and exciting. And it was no question after high school graduation, what would be um, my opportunity and that would be to serve. And that is definitely exciting and adventurous. So it was clear to me that the Marine Corps was uh, the hardest branch uh, to join. And I wanted the challenge. So that was my first and only uh, choice when I thought about serving. And uh, I can't... uh, you know, believe it's been over 26 years now that I've done this uh, very important work. And I'm just so glad as a young person, I made that commitment, that decision to serve my country and be a U.S. Marine. Uh, so aside from being a Marine, uh, I'm also a father, a husband, a believer, a teacher, a mentor. Uh, there's more to me than just my service, although it's very important to me and very defining uh, my life involves so much more, and that's intentional. You have to have a great work-life balance, and I try to do that uh, each and every day. So, aside from being a marine and being a loving father and, and dedicated husband, um, I love teaching and mentoring our youth. I think there's no more, no more important role um, that adults have uh, in the kids uh, that we either raise or. That we come into contact with, there's no more important role than to mentor, teach, and educate them because they are our best hope for the future. And I always enjoy shaping that future while mentoring or teaching or tutoring young people. So um, I'm pretty, pretty uh, dedicated to that. As a matter of fact, uh, over the last 26 years, I've had the opportunities to. Uh, Gain education. Um, in fact, I got an undergrad degree in elementary education, so I'm a certified teacher as well as a U.S. Marine, oh, right. uh, as well as um, a master's degree in IT, which is the way of the world right now. But my intentions are once I once I you know retire from the Marine Corps at some point, uh, I'm going to go into education and, and teach, whether it be computers or just general studies. But I think it's so important to empower our young people and. That's the best way to do it and giving them knowledge. So
0: Thank that's a little so bit much. about me. That's incredible. A little bit, but it means so much. And I hear so many keywords and meta tags that I would love to go back on as you explain more about who the true major Melvin Birch Bynum is. And that is the definition of our foundation, Cammies number two We are Marines once and always, but we are individuals. We're civilians that care about our future in retirement and are anchored through education, which leads to charity and mentorship, leadership, and being a teacher here at Illinois, that's four seasons. What about that snow growing up? Share with us about honoring your parents and knowing that life is longer when you do so.
1: Great question. And uh, I always love to honor uh, my parents and, um, let folks know I am who I am because of their love and support. So my mother, Gloria uh, Dean Bynum, who passed away uh, several years ago, but her love still inspires me and her memory still encourages me. And I carry myself as if she's still here watching me because I believe she is. Uh, always looking in on me. So I'm always mindful of that. Yeah. And I have a great uh, father, uh, James Bindam, who, uh who is 92 years old, if you can believe that. He's been around here for a long time and uh, just a wealth of knowledge. As you can imagine, he's a griot. He is one of those people that, you know, uh, when I think about his long life and the fact that one day uh, I won't have him in my life, um, You know, it it saddens me, but at the same time, I've been so fortunate to have had him all these years and all his lessons will always stay with me. And um, I think the day that he leaves here, uh, it'll be like a library burning down because he is just a wealth of knowledge and inspiration to me. And I just couldn't be the man I am today without uh, having him. And I think it's just so important for uh, parents to... Uh, inspire the, their kids to be great. Uh, I always say that the home is the first school and the parents are the first teachers. And my parents were just that for me. So um, especially my mother, because all that I am or hope to be, I owe to my angel mother and uh, my father, which has been so great um, in my life and has helped me to become the father I am. Uh, there is no more uh, of an important responsibility uh, than parenting and uh, all that I do for my son, uh, I learned from my dad, so uh, it's just so wonderful to have loving parents, and I just always try to encourage uh, parents to uh, empower their kids and help them to be great, because that is the only way we can solve so many of our problems in society, is just good old-fashioned parenting, and just being there, loving on them, and supporting them. I think we'll remove a lot of our situations that we see in our society from drugs and gangs and jail and violence and crime by just loving our kids and just being a part of their life each and every day.
0: Well, Creative Resiliency Solutions is what we're all about on the Christina Silva Show and educating our veterans live as we take veterans of all industries and we bring them on the air to share like you're sharing. And sometimes it's really hard to reach down within and see what you want to broadcast, what someone could not misconstrue are the principles of loving your parents and not being shy about honoring your parents and taking care of them and longing for them in their age that you will show them the lessons that you've learned. They turn into your Marine Corps career. They turn into historical monuments and other hobbies and pleasures because there's more to just helping as a mentor your mentees discover your path through joining the Marine Corps and being there for 26 years but not only that raising your son with those same principles, because sometimes we are a father or a mother to the fatherless or motherless. And our youth, especially in Peoria, need to know about the rich heritage of growing up there, even though it's a diverse and multicultural area in Illinois, with all the seasons and the weather, there's a lot going on in the digital divide. And there are so many temptations, like you described, about not going for gangs and teen pregnancy or drugs, or abandonment. It's for learning about that education through speaking to the classroom. Share with us a little bit about the legacy that your mother left behind that turned into a seed of something with an acronym called LFL.
1: Okay, that's a really great question. I'm glad you, <laughs> you asked me that because that's very important to me. So my mother, who again passed away several years ago, uh, was an avid reader, a lover of books. And, and so am I by default. Uh, I remember growing up, uh, in our house, she would always have books scattered around the house. And like her, so do I. In every room in my house, I have a bookshelf or books somewhere in that room. So uh, I'm an avid reader, and I think reading is so fundamental to education. So what I've done since her passing um, from my hometown community, in fact, my former elementary school, I have sponsored what we call a Little Free Library, which is a small building that houses books for free where kids can take books for free, put books in there, uh, or keep the book they take out. It's up to them and there's no cost or expense to, to the kid. And I do that for a couple reasons. Number one, to honor my mother, her memory, and again, her love for books and even children. Uh, But two, to promote literacy, reading, Um, is so germane to success. And for my community there in Pierre, Illinois, it's a pretty poor community, um, pretty impoverished, not a lot of resources and opportunities. But with books, that is probably the best resource for a young person. It's an escape. When you get into a story and you learn uh, about different places, different adventures that one day you hope to go on. So um, that was the intent of adopting uh, and sponsoring this little free library located at my former school, Wind School in Pure Illinois, which uh, supports K through eighth grade. So um, each month I fundraise to get new books uh, for the new library that was just installed uh, about a year ago. So it's only been a year that it has been uh, up and running. It's been very successful. Uh, so each month I do a book drive and collect many um, books from various donors, uh, friends and uh, family who want to come alongside me to support this great effort and you know, support these kids in the community. So it's been very successful. I'm very happy, very, very proud of it. Uh, it's called the Gloria Dean Bynum Little Free Library uh, after my mother. So, uh, again, I'm very, very proud of that.
0: When you're in alignment with something great and you love your mother so much and you miss and reverence her, but you know she's in your heart and soul and spirit in this moment, That is something special about creating and evidencing your visions. So thank you for the Little Free Library, which is impacting lives with the source of literacy, because many percentages of our people from past ages to present are illiterate. And one thing we want to promote is literacy at all reading levels. And you can do that online with your Kindle. You can embrace the digital divide. You can also use the book with pages and continue to touch and reach out to reading. What do you say that inheriting reading and just innately loving reading has done for your life? And how would you encourage others to get over the reading hurdle?
1: Well, for me, I think reading has enabled my success. And when I mentor young people, I always uh, emphasize the importance of their education because every job on this earth that someone does people hire them because it's something they know or something they can do. And that's done through education. So you got to know something is the point. And you begin to know things as you go through your education, Uh, each level, you know, more and more and more each year. So you got to value that, that time that you have in that classroom and use that knowledge one day to be successful. So I think reading is just fundamental to that because it's the bedrock of all other learning. Um, So um, for me, again, being an avid reader uh, from different genres or uh, type of, you know, literature, whether it be classics, uh, horror, comedy, romance, uh, I read it all. And I would prefer really reading over watching TV, uh, even social media, even Facebook. I'd rather put my face in a book than <laughs> be on Facebook, <laughs> although that's a great, you know, way to, you know, connect with people and Uh, you know, promote different things and, you know, build communities. But I think reading uh, is just so important to uh, just being successful.
0: That's amazing. Identifying ways to relax creates resilience. And we also do want to respect the queen, Major Melvin Birch Bynum on the Christina Silva show. What an amazing source of higher education learning that reading can also connect you to your friends, your family, and even your mate. You all share reading times and quiet times, say on a Sunday, maybe afternoon with
1: your toes in the sand. So my wife, so my wife is um, a very uh, avid reader. And I think I take my cue from her because, um, you know, over the years that uh, we've, been together you know she's uh, even authored books and articles so that just inspires me to want to you know know as much as she knows she she has a phd and an mba and it's hard to keep up with her in conversations sometimes when she uses all these big words that i don't quite know so i gotta read more to get to know those words so uh she is definitely someone that i admire and uh prize and uh look to um follow her lead on this because she's just so smart and it's all through putting her nose in the book, you know?
0: Yes. Well, Major, you are the epitome of this principles of the Christina Silva show where we have integrity and we use our military training and careers to empower others to want to become self-employed, to have resiliency and to create it, whether it be through books or creating a new foundation called the Little Free Library They can glean from your understanding about the importance of community and remembering where you came from. But there are four pillars that the Air Force uses, the Army, the Navy, the Marine Corps, the Coast Guard, and now our mission, the Space Force, to stay grounded. And we have to create goals in order to escalate our education and keep on learning. So even though you may have a PhD or a master's or your certification of education and teaching, you still want to keep learning. What would you say that you've used your benefits to achieve by educating yourself through the Ironman race?
1: Oh, okay. Well, great. So uh, I am a lifelong learner and I've used my veterans benefits, my GI bill, when I went to undergrad and earned my teaching degree. Uh, and I continue uh, to learn, whether it be in an official capacity or just on my personal time. Uh, and over the last few years, I've learned a lot about, you know, kinesiology or the movement of the body, which, um, I enjoy. I work out um, daily. I'm a uh, triathlete, and I think as a Marine, uh, I've always believed this: uh, you're an athlete too. You know, you're a service member. You're, you know, uh, doing this important role uh, in our country, uh, but you have to be in shape, uh, good physical shape. So I take that very seriously. So I train myself like an athlete. So. I've studied the human body and you know how to make it work better, whether it be through diet uh, or exercise, and I think uh, it's helped me to be successful uh, in my career, just having uh, very high physical fitness scores and being able to do things that are, quite frankly, um, impossible for some people, and I say that to mean uh, my recent Ironman um, triathlon, which I completed uh, last September, so an our man, for your listeners is a uh, endurance race, probably the most famous endurance race in the entire world, where all contestants or athletes uh, have to run um, cycle and swim in the same uh, event uh, in order to uh, you know complete it or to finish it and if you 're good enough to win it. So the sequence, though, is uh, a 2.4 mile swim to begin with, open water swim, and you will transition to the bicycle, which is a 112 mile bike ride. And once you finish that phase of the Ironman, you'll enter the last phase, which is the 26.2 uh, mile marathon run. Uh, again, in that sequence, in that order. Uh, so you're moving your body, uh, the entire time to get to that finish line. It takes a lot of training, a lot of education, uh, so you can be safe as you do that. Cause the body requires so many nutrients, uh, and fluids, obviously, as you put it through the paces of that, uh, type of endurance, uh, event and you have to be careful because if you're not, you can injure yourself. If not kill yourself, uh, because it's so, uh, much of a strain on the body. Uh, and the harden, um, you know, so you got to be careful. You got to know what you're doing, basically. So you got to get smart on that. So that's what I did. Uh, I learned a lot about you know, kinesiology and, you know, nutrition and just uh, general things to become a faster swimmer, uh, cyclist, and, and runner. And it was the challenge of my life. And uh, I'm so thankful uh, for making that commitment to do something that uh, many people will never attempt. Um, and I always say now, because the Ironman um, sort of phrase is anything is possible. My phrase, having done one, is do the impossible. And for me, an Iron Man wasn't possible because five years ago, I suffered a really severe back injury where I required two surgeries and was nearly medically discharged from the Marine Corps because it was so bad. But I, I fought through that. Uh, With physical therapy and pain management and so many other treatments to uh, five years later, uh, you know, do an Ironman triathlon, which I would never have imagined being able to do five years ago, given uh, my injury. So, um, yeah,
0: (laughs) we are listening to a breathtaking account from our United States Marine, 26 year veteran and counting on active duty, Major Melvin Birchbinum. I'm riveted, I am excited, I feel electrified by you defying the proclamation of what you can't do into doing something and becoming the Iron Man, the triathlon we all look forward to completing, even if it's in our heads, the minds of powerful <laughs> thing. We shall not. With the little free library, according to Wikipedia, an Ironman triathlon is one of a series of long-distance triathlon races organized by the World Triathlon Corporation, WTC. It consists of, just like Major told us, a 2.4-mile swim, about a 112-mile bicycle ride, and a 26, wow, almost 25.22 miles actually running after that. I mean, did the bottom of your feet peel off? (laughs) <laughs> How did it feel? What did you eat? What did you do for a
1: year? So the, the human body, number one, is amazing. And it can do anything that the brain can think up. I, I really believe that. You have to have belief and faith. And you have to actually put in the work to be able to do it. But the body does very strange things uh, during a race like that. Uh, so for me, uh, having trained for about a year to get ready, I was definitely prepared physically. What I wasn't prepared for was the intense heat. So the armed man was done in Tennessee, uh, Chattanooga, and on that day, the heat index was like 105 degrees in the morning. So you're competing with the elements, and as well as the, you know, physical uh, stress on your body the entire day. So even in the water. Um, it was so hot. I, I actually caught a cramp while swimming. I've never caught a cramp while caught swimming. Caught a
0: cramp, fans. That's the Illinois. Never
1: caught a cramp while swimming in my life. Okay? Oh. So imagine on game day, you're competing, you're in the water. And by the way, uh, swimming during a triathlon and an arm uh it is full contact. It is a full contact sport. You're being kicked, pushed shoved in the water as you're trying to keep your pace and, you know, get to the end of that. And, you know, it's a challenge. So imagine, you know, being kicked and pushed because everybody's trying to get ahead and get their pace and get out in front of everyone else. And imagine going through that and getting a pretty severe leg cramp kind of halfway through it. It Wasn't fun. And again, uh, I think sort where training kicks in, you know, being a very competent swimmer, and even being a Marine, because, you know, Marines are amphibious, right? Yes. <laughs> uh, we're soldiers from the sea, uh, as they call soldiers us.
0: From the so
1: sea. You, <laughs> so you learn to, you know, uh, deal with adversity and challenge uh, as a Marine. And again, given you're in this event, you're in the water, which is, of course, a dangerous situation uh, when you're competing and hit, like a lot of folks around you and your body is cramping. So anyway... Uh, stand calm, stand focused, let my training kick in and just relaxing. Uh, I was able to get the, the cramp to uh, fade away after about five or six minutes of trading water uh, about halfway through the swim, which for me, it took about an hour and 19 minutes. And and, and by the way, normally I swim two, 2.4 miles in about an hour and 40. I don't try to fly through that necessarily. I just want to get through it and then onto the bike. I don't want to exhaust myself too fast. So I take it not so much easy, but I don't, I don't go full steam the entire time. So anyway, I finished the swim well under my average, which is an hour and 40 minutes. I finished an hour and 19 minutes with the cramp, having treaded water for about six minutes. so I was pretty proud of myself.
0: Unbelievable. Congratulations
1: uh, to you. Thank you so much.: I But, you want to but the body can
0: do it again.:
1: <laughs> But the body, though, and I'm getting to the point of what happened, so on the bike ride um, because the heat is so bad uh, I overcompensate and I hydrate more so at each 10 mile uh, interval of the bike course which is 112 miles ordinarily for mine though it was 116 for Chattanooga which is normally not the distance for the Ironman it's a little bit more there which is a bit more challenging, obviously. But every 10 miles, you have a rest stop where you can hydrate, you know, use the restroom or get some fruit and something to eat because you have to actually fuel your body the entire day. So you're eating the entire time. So anyway, I overhydrated on purpose so I didn't become a heat casualty. So I, I drank so much water though, I had to stop every 10 miles, literally to stop to relieve myself, which took some time away from my overall time. And by the time I got to the halfway point of, you know, 50 or so miles, I realized I was losing time because you have to be out of the water and off the bike within 10 hours. And I was even close to that mark. So I had to stop hydrating so much and stop stopping basically. And anyway, the body is cramping on the bike. And even when you transition to the marathon run, it's just doing so many weird things you've never experienced. And and your mind, and this is how strong your mind is, yes uh, because your mind is telling you to stop before you kill yourself yes. or you can't do it. Unbelievable. But Unbelievable. you have to coach yourself because although you're competing with people and it's a race, the truth is, and this is true to life, it's really you versus you. That's mm-hmm. it. That's it. Yes, sir. So you don't quit on yourself or you push yourself. And plus, I have my beautiful wife waiting for me at the finish line. I did not want to let her down because she watched me for a year train for up to five hours a day time away from her and things that we like to do together just so i can get ready for this thing so i felt like i couldn't let her down never mind me her so she really inspired me to you know kick in a, a extra gear during that marathon run to finish the race so at the end of the day i finished the race in 16 hours and five minutes which means i moved my body for 16 hours in five minutes. I am uh, sitting here literally sweating there, Major Melvin. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and I burned about 10,000 calories, according to my Garmin watch, 10,000 yes. calories. And again, you're eating throughout because there's stations where you can grab fruit and yes. things that you need to feel your body. But, but the human body is just so amazing. I learned it's a lot remarkable. about my body and, you know, so just a great achievement.
0: Let's tell the fans about your bike real quick, about your unit, and then we're going to move into some tips on what we can do to condition our minds physically, mentally, socially, and spiritually on a civilian level, and also for fellow Marines that may be listening and looking up to you as their mentor on active duty. We're talking with Major Melvin Birch Bynum about his man's best friend called Harley. He's a multipool. Multi-poo, that is, and we're talking about his Harley Davidson and then about his Iron Man bicycle. And we'll be sharing with you, educating our veterans live, some resources about what to do in the holiday season and how to stay physically fit to create resiliency solutions for yourself through the story of Major Melvin Birchbinum, United States Marine, who's got an incredible story of valor and legacy. So about that triathlon
1: cycle. Okay, Uh, so that teaches you how to be resilient uh, mentally and physically. And I think it's so important to just good mental health, moving the human body. And for me, working out, I think it really makes uh, life a little easier and the balance, you know, work life and stress because everyone has stress. No matter who you are, you're going to have stress in your day for some reason, and it's how you deal with it. And I think for me, working out is one way and family support and having hobbies and things that interest me that uh, are also outside of, you know, um, what I do uh, as a Marine. Uh, But I think during the holidays, especially, uh, and and I don't think I've ever understood why this happens, but during the holidays, especially Christmas, people... Uh, get depressed. And oftentimes they take their own lives, which you would think the happiest, at least for me, the happiest time of the year for me is celebrating, you know, Christmas and the birth of Jesus, if you are a believer. But if not, you know, your love for Santa Claus bringing kids toys. I mean, who who wouldn't like that, right? Well, <laughs> but definitely. for some reason, uh, people get depressed and it could be for financial reasons or, you know, hearts broken or some other things health-wise. And those things can be tough at any point in the year, but just around Christmas seems to get a little bit worse. So uh, I just always encourage people to always seek out help because there's nothing in the world that you can do alone that's worth anything that would really matter. You always need help and people to support you. And even when things are going great, it's good to have support. But when things are not going so great, you definitely need supporters, people who Understand uh, who you are and who love you and care about you and won't steer you in the wrong direction. So you can't be left to your own devices if you're struggling with anything, whether it be alcoholism or depression or or whatnot. There's just so many reasons uh, one can feel down and tend to, uh, you know, spin out of control and even take their lives, which for our veterans, that happens unfortunately all too often. And uh, we got to do better about taking care of our veterans. And I think through awareness, uh, that's how you help to solve problems, making folks aware so they can address the problems in whatever way is appropriate that they have the means to um, you know to provide.
0: Well, on our Variance Day episode and approaching our 245th birthday every year, I remember last year, the 244th, we also shared the time to walk through the African-American Museum. Let's tell our listeners about a little pastime they may find interesting because when you are creating resilience and your body is physically exhausted, say from an Ironman race training or even from day-to-day life, just things that come in and thwart your day. Take yourself out to a museum. So real quickly, could you please give us about a one-minute expose about the African-American Museum and how much you love music, that area in the museum, and also share with us a recap of our birthday experience last year in Virginia.
1: Yes, and thank you so much again for coming out and spending the 244th Marine Corps uh, birthday uh, out here in the D.C. area. It was so fun having you as my special guest. I'm so glad we took some time away from Marine Corps business and enjoyed a day in DC at the Smithsonian National.
0: And we're taking you back there, Major Melvin Vinem Birch, sharing about the definition of the importance of having a day at the museum with CRS at the African American Museum directly into the mic. You're hearing an account from Major Melvin Vinem Birch. And that's so the, mu-
1: Bynum. <laughs> so the museum is filled with so much illustrious history and let me just say this uh black history is american history it's who we are and it's germane to the american experience and i think every american of every uh, flavor white black hispanic everyone needs to experience this place because it's so powerful and it's so inspiring and it really speaks more to the positive contributions and experiences that have been so vital to our country's success. Uh, all the folks who have contributed to science and education and politics and just so many things that make our country what it is. So I think um, for every American, they have to experience that museum at some point in their lives. And I'm pretty sure they'll leave their a changed person and again it's not just about the negative side of our our history with slavery because what's so incredible is you see on the bottom floor of this museum the slavery uh, experience and the artifacts and the history but then above that you see all the triumph at each level of all the successes that African Americans have gained despite that suffering uh, of those people for you know so long. And it's just an incredible story of triumph. And I think all Americans will be inspired by it.
0: God bless America. I was whispering it to myself. God bless America. We are Americans. All together in every Christina Silva show, we want to thank you for listening with an impartial and unbiased ear as we are in our election time awaiting our new leadership. We have respect and undying and unconditional love for everyone listening, especially for men and women in uniform of every era. We thank you for our service and for the right to have a museum whereby everyone is welcome. In fact, when we were walking through sharing lunch and looking at the fellow museum goers, we noticed there were more uh, ethnically different races present with us than there were African American guests that day.
1: Absolutely, and to me, uh, that was uh, very significant, and it was very noticeable upon entry, and it's very beautiful. That's what you want. This is not just for Black folks; Correct. it's for everybody, and it's not for people to go there and to feel bad as if they were. You know the folks oppressing this community of people, and I think sometimes um, people who are Caucasian might assume that's what people would think about them, as if you know they're a problem still. And that's not at all uh, what I think Black folks think or feel. And I think Black folks especially are the most loving, caring, and forgiving people on this earth. So I think no one holds them to account. Uh, currently for that. And obviously this history, uh, there's some reckoning still happening for that history that's built so many inequities and injustices in our system today. But that's not every uh, Caucasian or, or white person who you know, creates that condition. But to keep it on a positive note, again, it's just so great and refreshing to see the different flavors of people who experience this museum. And it just shows you how important this culture and this legacy in history is and yes. their presence make it uh, important, which is just a uh, you know, beautiful thing you know, to witness.
0: Make time in your day to take outings, connect with family, love them, appreciate them when they're waiting for you at the end of your race. Your journey is unique. Stay encouraged, be uplifted and know that you can exercise all of your rights to travel. If you've never gone, just make a plan. Take a leap of faith and get it done mentally, socially, physically, and of course, spiritually stay grounded. And what about that vote? Every Christina Slova show, we give you a word of the day, a quote of the day, or a title of the day so you can learn something new about a perspective and being different than what you chose before. You can make a new chapter, right? Major Birch Bynum? let's tell America that according to Merriam-Webster, the word vote means a formal indication of a choice between two or more candidates or courses of action. We express our vote typically through a ballot or a show of hands or by voice. And my voice is voting that you gave us an excellent show through your life's testimony and a day in the life of the Marine Corps. And now it's time to ambush you with the readiness for a tip of safety during the holidays. What should Marines do that you've worked with and those that are new up and coming in the military life How can they be encouraged in the holidays to have the courage to ask for help?
1: Well, uh, asking for help uh, is difficult for people in general. And I think especially people who are considered, you know, warriors, uh, sort of that alpha male is not considered masculine to reach out for help when you when you need it. But I'm here to tell you that uh, it is very masculine to reach out for help to look for support. Because again, nothing you can achieve that's worth um, achieving can be done by itself with with no support. There's nothing in this world you can do and be successful at not having someone there pushing you, supporting you, encouraging you, urging you to do it. So first of all, if you have problems, issues, you gotta seek out help and people are standing by to do that. I know for me, people always thank me for the things that I uh, do for them, whether I volunteer time or uh, just being generous and being a philanthropist and just taking care of my community and and kids who might need things. They they thank me for that. And I appreciate that, but I always say it's not just about you. It's about me, too. I feel good to be able to do that for you. There's something for me, too. Uh, and always believed this, that my life is much happier when I think outside of myself and not make life about myself. In fact, one of my favorite uh, things to say and one of my tenets uh, in my life is, don't make your life, don't make your life about you. And if you think about what that means, it's pretty profound. Don't make your life about you. But back to your question about safety during the holidays, um, again, with, you know, depression and suicide, not to mention this raging pandemic. We have to just be uh, always vigilant and err on the side of caution, not to be paranoid or to be scared to live life, but to do so in a safe manner to protect yourself and your friends and family. So whether it be uh, not drinking and driving if you're uh, you know out partying uh, or obviously not using illegal drugs, uh, you know, no texting while you're driving, which is what you see a lot, uh, unfortunately, nowadays for, uh, you know, people who are uh, behind the wheel of a vehicle. But safety is just paramount in life. And you hear about it every day in news stories and and, and online articles about all the loss of life that could be prevented. It's very preventable accidents or situations. So uh, ultimately, just being vigilant. And always, you know, planning uh, if it's a long trip or something that you're doing, have a plan and execute that plan accordingly and just don't, you know, do things willy nilly. And that's how life goes sideways sometimes when you don't have a good plan. So just always think about reaching out for help if you need it. Always have a plan and just always practice safety.
0: No matter what it is. Most definitely be safe. I've been saying it for 25 years. After military service, I'm still a Marine trained to bring you the Christina Silva show and today's testimonial from our very special guest, United States Marine Corps, mission-oriented and goal-accomplished Melvin Birch Bynum, has joined us with honor of his parents, love for his wife and son, and the multipoo Harley. His triathlon, his Ironman race, and many of his accomplishments inspire us to be ready, stay diligent, and be hopeful. And keep on listening to us on the Voice America Variety Channel every week. Wednesdays, our shows are made available. And to stay in touch, check out Amazon and start to read. Check out the Little Free Library. And all you have to do is go to Amazon and Google The Life of Melvin Birch Bynum and the Little Free Library in Peoria, Illinois to state your claim of help and to discover the power of reading. The Christina Silva Show is brought to you in part by many sponsors that make our show possible for its 14th year, including Blue Can Water. An Ironman knows to stay hydrated before, during, and after the race. Choose Blue Can Water and redeem your 5% military discount with CRSMIL. BlueCansales.com forward slash discount forward slash CRSMIL and CRS Productions. Promote and give back in the way of safety and education through our family foundation, Cammies 2 Civvies. Well, Major Melvin, we've had a great show. We know who you are in your camis That's an officer to be respected. And in your civvies, they better watch you swimming, biking, and running towards your next goal. Keep on tuning in. We're educating our veterans live for your benefit. God bless America. And if you need help, call the Veteran Crisis Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. Reach out because someone cares. God bless America. Happy Veterans Day 2020. And let's give an oorah happy 245th to our fellow Marines. Take it away on three. Major Melvin Bynum Birch with an oorah.
1: Ura Marines. Happy 245th birthday. Celebrate. Be proud of your service and our history and continue to do great things. Christina, I love you. My friend, sister, continue to do great things. God bless you and keep you with the grip.
0: Love you. Hashtag Merch Forward. And we'll be back next week with more of the Christina Silva show. Thanks for listening and be safe. Thank you for tuning in this week to the Christina Silva show. Be sure to check back for new episodes every
1: week on the voice America variety channel. We'll see you soon. And Semper Fi.